There are many ways people listen to Vision, including DAB Plus Digital Radio. If you're in Greater Sydney, Melbourne or Brisbane and have a digital radio receiver in your car or home, you'll find Vision Christian Radio on the station list. If you're visiting one of these cities and hiring a car, there's a good chance it will have a DAB receiver and you'll be able to enjoy vision with exceptional sound quality while you drive around. If you don't already own a DAB receiver, you'll find many models, including clock radios at electronic retailers for under $100. To find out more about vision on digital radio and whether you're within the broadcast footprint, see vision.org.au slash DAB. However, and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Well, voters in the ACT are off to the polls this weekend. The ACT election is happening on the 17th of October, although voting has already been open since the 28th of September. The incumbent chief minister in the ACT is Andrew Barr, who leads a Labour-Greens coalition. He's labelled the Liberal opposition leader, Alistair Coe, as an economic lightweight. Well, the ACT opposition leader, Alistair Coe, holds a Christian faith and is joining us for an update on where his campaign is at. Alistair, welcome along to 2020. Thank you. Good to be on the show. Alistair, how do you deal with the lightweight tag? Is that a bit of electioneering? What are your thoughts? Look, we certainly get uh, get uh, a lot of rubbish thrown at us during this election campaign, um, but really it's water off a, a duck's back. Uh, what we're committed to doing is making sure that the ACT is a more affordable place. Uh, We want to make Canberra the best place to live, work and raise a family. Uh, We're all about lower taxes and better services to help families get ahead. I know there's been some costings done for policies for both sides and uh, you've been critical of the Labor policies, saying that their costings have blown out to a significant amount, uh, about twice of what yours has. That's right. In the ACT, we have a Labor-Greens government at the moment, uh, and by all intents and purposes, uh, the Labor Party and the Greens are a coalition, and they're pretty much campaigning as such in this campaign. So Labor are preferencing the Greens, and the Greens are preferencing Labor. Uh, In contrast, the Canberra Liberals uh, are running to win in our own right, Uh, Everything we do is about trying to take the pressure off Canberra families because there are so many people who are doing it tough. You know, there are people that are working harder and longer than ever before. In some instances, even earning more money than ever before. But they're not getting ahead due to the cost of living and other pressures on families. Uh, Labor and the Greens have held power for a long time. Is this your time, Alistair Coe? Well, we're certainly working hard to end a 19-year Labor government. They were elected in 2001 and re-elected on numerous occasions since. But despite the fact that it has been a long-time Labor government, it's much closer than a lot of people realise. The 25-member Assembly has 12 Labor, 11 Liberals and 2 Greens. So, in a 25-member Assembly... 13 is the magical number, and the Liberals have 11. So we need to win just two more seats in order to win government. 
that translates to just 2,500 people need to change their mind in the right two electorates and the government changes. Alistair, there are a lot of local issues. Uh, majority of our listeners today won't be across those sorts of issues. Uh, but if I ran through things like rates uh, up every year, uh, rents up, housing affordability down, the visual pollution that some complain about, a costly tram, uh, there are ideas uh, that people have uh, been concerned about, rainbow roundabouts and public art, as some describe, monstrosities, the farce of gay conversion laws. Uh, There are a mix of both economic and also significant social issues at play. One of those that we were talking about more recently is these uh, conversion laws and the ACT passed laws uh, which are considered detrimental and even risky for uh, not only church leaders but even family members to be jailed if they were having any sort of say around gay conversion. What's the Liberal Party position on that particular issue? Well, the camp Liberals are, of course, opposed to the abhorrent conversion practices of decades gone by. But fortunately, those practices are long behind us. Uh, what we need to make sure is that we're supporting families. And unfortunately, the legislation that the Labor Party and the Greens rushed through the Assembly uh, does the absolute opposite. Uh, So it means that a family uh, or a teacher or someone else in the community uh, that uh, tries to give counselling or support that is anything other than what the government wants it can result in that person going to jail for two years and, importantly, there's also unlimited damages that a child can bring upon their parents in terms of suing them. So it's pretty significant stuff. Families need support, not sanctions, when they're going through challenging times. Alistair Coe, is there a Liberal Party policy about repealing or amending some of those current laws? Well, the Liberals moved uh, numerous amendments uh, in the in the debate just a few weeks ago. Uh, the amendments that I moved were about protecting religious freedom, protecting parents and protecting teachers. Unfortunately, none of those were accepted. Uh, so we would, uh, as a priority, Uh, make sure that those amendments were incorporated uh, should we win government. Alistair Coe, Christian organisations, lobby organisations, those who are concerned uh, with political issues are talking about a number of issues in the ACT. Another one of those would be around restricting online gambling advertisements. Is there a Liberal Party position on online gambling advertisements? Look, at this stage, no, there's not. Uh, That's probably got to be done at a federal level uh, to manage online advertising uh, on a state or territory level is going to be tricky, especially given that we are an island in New South Wales with another jurisdiction just a few kilometres away. Queanbeyan, for some residents, the ACT is just... It's just five kilometres away. Uh, So it would be very hard for us to do that at a territory level, uh, and that's why I think it's probably best handled by the federal government. Speaking of federal government, there is federal government funding available for schools chaplaincy, but in the ACT there appears to be a Labor-Greens government 
uh, effort to try and forbid uh, the use of federal funds for school chaplaincy. Is there a Liberal position on that? Look, there certainly is. Uh, the uh, Canberra will very much support uh, the role that chaplains play in schools. Uh, for a long time, we had a system in place in ACT government schools where they could choose to take up the federal government scheme uh, and have a chaplain on staff. Uh, about a year ago, the ACT Labor Greens government uh, decided that they didn't want to have chaplains in Canberra, uh, so they took away the right for schools, ACT government schools, to access the federal government program. It, of course, uh, really did uh, rattle quite a few school communities. Um, like all jurisdictions, we've had uh, school communities that have gone through significant trauma and tragedy uh, from death and from various other things that have happened. And we know that chaplains have been absolutely invaluable in providing support, not just to the students, but to the staff and broader community as well. Uh, so we will definitely allow chaplains to once again uh, be hired by ACT government schools that choose them. Another significant issue, the idea of gender on birth certificates and other government identification documents. Is there a Liberal Party policy on any of those? Well, obviously this is this it does become far more, far more tricky uh, and we do have to make sure that we, we get the balance right uh, because uh, obviously there are more people that, that are transitioning from gender to gender. Uh, so we've just got to make sure that everything we're doing is respectful. Uh, everything we're doing uh, is uh, has the best interest of kids in mind. Uh, so whilst we haven't got a specific policy that we're taking forward to the election on this issue, uh, listeners can be assured uh, that everything we do uh, is about supporting families. Alistair Coe, I mentioned in the opening that you are an openly uh, strong in your, uh, in your thoughts and in your convictions, a Christian. And uh, clearly, uh, Liberals in the ACT have trusted you at the helm of leadership. How do you see your faith uh, giving some strength to your leadership when it comes to the Liberals and this coming election? Yes, I was fortunate to grow up in a Christian family. Uh, I was born into the Anglican tradition and then uh, my family moved across to the Baptist church and I go to a Anglican church in Gangalan uh, with my wife and two kids. Uh, of course, having that sort of foundation, that sort of bedrock uh, is, is wonderful. It, it gives you that uh, sense of purpose. It gives you that, that anchor uh, and it gives you a, a good understanding of of, of priorities uh, and, uh, of course, of Christian values. Now, look, I'm as, I'm as broken as the next person uh, and, and I uh, seek to, to do the best I can. Sometimes I'll have shortcomings, just like everybody else. Um, but, of course, when you, have that, uh, when you have that faith, when you have that understanding that you're part of something bigger than yourself, uh, it is cause for uh, considerable comfort. Alistair, I believe there'll be listeners to the conversation today that'll hold you in their prayers as you go into this leadership challenge on the weekend. Let me ask you, on a general issue, uh, the fears that people have around COVID, uh, there'll be people turning out to polling booths on Saturday. Uh, what is your general impression about 
how Canberrans, people of the ACT, are going to respond on polling day given there are fears about COVID? Well, as of uh, a week leading into the polls, um, over 40% of Canberrans had already voted uh, because we now have a situation where people can vote early uh, without any excuse. Uh, and so about 40% of Canberrans have taken that option up in the, uh, the first two weeks of pre-poll. I expect in the remaining days that quite a few people will, will take that up again. So it may well mean that we have somewhere between 25 and 35% of people actually voting on election day itself. So there is still a lot of people to make up their mind, a lot of people to cast their vote, uh, but many people already have. Well, voters in the ACT off to the polls this weekend. The ACT opposition leader is Alistair Coe. Alistair, thanks so much for sharing these thoughts with us today on 2020. Thank you. Good to be with you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.